0: What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions of the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Colin Waldock, who's a co-founder of Water Cooler Trivia. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going pretty well, thanks. I see that you have an elevated view in your background. You're you're overlooking Golden State or the, the Golden Gate Bridge, which is which is fantastic. I, I'm not I'm not working the virtualism background today, but some days I have this like Like I'm in space, but today I'm feeling boring. But regardless, today is not about our Zoom background. Today is about what you're working on um, with Water Cooler Trivia. So to kind of dive in for people that don't know what you're doing or what Water Cooler Trivia is, what is it? What are you working on?
1: Yeah, for sure. So it is a weekly trivia contest platform, and it's for work teams. So kind of the whole wide world of trivia apps and the weird, bizarro trivia industry is normally focused on consumers, things like Jeopardy HQ Trivia, and we are building and have been growing a platform for companies, just a way to have a weekly burst of fun through a super customized personal trivia contest.
0: So let's kind of talk about how it works. So let's say I had a company that, that, that used this, or I was a part of a company where the, my boss did this. What does it look like? Can you talk a little bit about the user experience from like the employee side, like from like the actual ones doing the trivia? Yeah,
1: yeah for sure. So. It's a weekly contest that's sent over email or slack. So basically the default timing is if you're at a company that's using it, you're going to get an email at 9am on Monday morning every week, and you can open it whenever you want throughout the day. And it's just got a big fat button that says submit your answers. Then it's a 10 question contest and a web Um, you can submit at any point throughout the day. It's kind of asynchronous fun. Uh, and then the next morning, Tuesday at 10am, the results will be emailed to you and all the other participants. And so it'll call out things like who was the winner and what was their score, but also fun stats on your own quiz. So, you know, what was the hardest question that you got right? What's your best category? Along with even more personal touches like who had the funniest wrong response. And so those results get sent to everyone on the team all at once. And that creates kind of conversations, whether it's in Slack, email, or pre COVID times in person uh, in a meeting. Um, And so it's meant to just be a really simple, lighthearted way to have something to talk about that's not work-related and so there's lots of bells and whistles that some people like but you know leaderboards and roster management all that stuff but that's kind of the the gist of it
0: it's 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 a very cool idea a cool product i checked it out you know when we talked a couple of days ago i kind of want to hear like why'd you decide to get started on this um guess a little bit about the origin story of water cooler trivia
1: yeah for sure so I'm one of six kids, and growing up, I uh, was super competitive with my five siblings, and we would watch Jeopardy every single day. I grew up in Chicago, and it's on at 3.30 there, so right after school. And we would keep score and yell at each other, et cetera, et cetera. And so I was just a trivia nerd growing up. Did quiz bowl in high school, and even hosted pub trivia in college. At my first sort of office job, I was an internet banning company in their Boston office. I would send around my favorite trivia questions just in Google form around the office and folks would respond. It was admittedly just a way to try to meet people and get my name known around the office, but people liked it. I did the same thing at my next job and people liked it again. And so I kind of realized, oh, you know what? Probably most offices enjoy having a, a weekly conversation topic like this without the logistical hassle of writing questions, creating responses, blah, blah, blah. So I told my idea to a friend, my actual former water uh, my former pub trivia co-host from college and he had a software engineer roommate who's looking for a new side project so the three of us started watercolor trivia a while ago now it was um the end of 2017 so it's been up and up since then
0: and what types of companies not necessarily could use water cooler trivia because I'm, I'm guessing like pretty much any company could use it. But who who do you think water cooler trivia is the best fit for? Which type of companies, which type of cultures, what sizes is, is like yeah. a is is good for you?
1: Yeah, I mean realistically the answer is it's a pretty heterogeneous customer base from a group of administrators at University of Alaska Fairbanks to most of the staff at Lemonade, the insurance company that just went public. So I think it works really for most groups of people who have some type of intellectual competitiveness, but I think it, it works best when you know the other folks participating. So I actually think the product works best when you have maybe 25 to 50 people. Uh, so maybe that's part of an office or two departments or a group of tech teams uh, all competing. Cause then you know the person's name of who won when you get kind of too big and it's like, I don't know who that person was. It breaks down a little bit, but it works okay across the board, but I think that kind of like small couple dozen people sweet spot is really where it shines.
0: And right now, how are you going about like finding finding customers? I feel like this is timely, although you've been working on it far before COVID mm-hmm. hit. Um, I'm just kind of interested, like this is such a unique product that I haven't seen before. It's like, you, we, we all know trivia, like, oh, trivia, but like actually, well, who, how can you provide a good trivia experience to your team? Like, I couldn't answer that before I met you. So I'm curious, like, how you get the word out about this and how you get distribution.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you you make the key point that obviously COVID and the pandemic has changed everything. So we were working on this the past few years, but it was a side hustle. In March, I went full-time on Water Cooler Trivia. And the demand kind of skyrocketed as teams moved remote. Although it wasn't designed as a remote tool, it works really well for it. So there was just a huge influx of interest in virtual team building, remote icebreakers, all of those sort of Google searches. And so we've had a decent amount of just organic growth from our SEO performance, but the majority actually still comes from word of mouth and podcast ads. So we had a couple of really targeted podcasts. There was a podcast series on the rise and fall of HQ trivia and we sponsored that and that gave us a lot of um, leads. And now we're just mentioned in a bunch of the articles saying, hey, you know, here's a way to bond with your team. So we've been profiled in Fast Company, in Forbes, and then we're in, you know, the internet is full of listicles. So we're in a bunch of those. It's a combination of organic, word of mouth, and uh, listicles.
0: <laughs> and on a day-to-day basis, what, what what do you think kind of you take most of your time on are you like uh i guess but i the the co-founders i i i don't usually ask this question but i feel like i should Co, so you have co-founders for a reason right but got you complementary yeah. skill sets help when you can't you know etc how, how do you split up responsibilities as a co-founding team and then like for you like what kind of what are you focusing on what's your day-to-day look like if there was an average day that you had
1: yeah for sure so uh, one co-founder is the engineer. So he's built pretty much the entirety of the app. Um, and then I am i come from a product management and consulting background. So I'm kind of the product-ish person. So that means the designs, the product feature roadmap, priority documents, et cetera. Uh, and then third 3rd fellow is, I, I mean, they're all silly fake titles, but probably the COO. So he's handling the finance, the logistics, and then a lot of the customer service along with me. Uh, in a day-to-day for me, it's sort of the quintessential wearing a ton of hats. I would say it is customer service. So through live chat and email, writing trivia questions, we generate 50 to hundred new trivia questions a week, and we mostly write them all in-house, almost exclusively write them in-house, uh, designing new features. I'm designing and creating and managing the website. It's all on Webflow, So I'm able to control all of that. Uh, and then sales. I do lots of demos. I do demos with potential new customers. I do cold emails to potential customers. I write you know, all of our email copy, um, run our social media, the list goes on.
0: And we had a conversation a couple of days ago or a week ago about how you think about like capitalizing the company, like revenue, fundraising, et yep. cetera. And I think your perspective is sometimes a breath of fresh air. Like like it's not it's not the most it's not the most common in the world. And I'm totally culprit of this myself, but kinda of love to hear how you think like how you think about revenue based like like just like revenue to fund it. Mm-hmm. How you think about mm-hmm. fundraising. What like you're obviously in a pretty good position. How do you think about capitalizing the company in the future?
1: Yeah, good question. So I guess I probably didn't say the word yet, but we have totally bootstrapped this business. So there's three co-founders, like I said, but I'm the only one full-time. The other two still have full-time jobs. Um, we decided kind of early on that we wanted to see what we could do just by charging for our product. Uh, and it grew slowly and steadily. And we've just never spent outside our means. So that's why most of the growth has been organic, um, because we didn't have money to spend on advertising. And so at this point, the business, um, you know, it's up certainly above ramen profitable. Uh, and we re litigate every few months hey should we raise a small round from um, probably just a family and friends angel round and you know at this point we kind of think that the constraints are nice and uh, the forced focus to prioritize the you know we only spend what we bring in has actually been a really nice clarifying focus for us um, you know there's certainly challenges with it and some days i feel frustrated that we're not moving faster you know learn fast even if you're going to fail is not really something that's part of our nature we are very deliberate but put the time in and so for now we've decided let's completely bootstrap this no dilution the three of us own 100 percent of the company um and we have enough money in the bank that we're going to continue that way for a good amount of time it just means contractors instead of part-time employees
0: <laughs> so i have a not a personal question but a question personal to me i have a so i started a new company last a like, couple of days a couple of weeks ago and it's the more it, everything about it screams like venture scale opportunity. Like, like there's, there's many things that I think I could raise for. I actually have a meeting with a, like a pretty well-known VC in a couple of days. And like, I, I'm trying to like talk myself out of, of, of like wanting to, if they were to want to invest to take the money. Cause I'm like mm-hmm. the bootstrapping life is there's so many benefits to it, but there's also so many benefits to taking good capital What would you say, like, what would you say to someone that was just starting their entrepreneurial career that like had a chance to fundraise, but didn't really know what they wanted to do? Like, what would you, what would you tell me? that's my situation.
1: Yeah. My, my honest feedback is so, I mean, I worked in product management and consulting, so those are just jobs that are making decks and telling stories and convincing people of things. And so I really thought about, oh should I make the decks and tell stories to convince people that Water Poet Trivia is worth investing a lot of money in? And to tell that story, it's a narrative of, you know, the workplace is fractured and, you know, we need more games. We're going to be a, a game hit maker or we're going to tap into the employee engagement vein. I could tell the story of like, this could be a big thing because you have to, you know, paint that picture of a large scale operation. But it never sat totally right with me. And so it just kind of felt like, that's not really what we're building. We're just building something for fun that is meant to be like super simple, but just a really good product that's cheap. Um, And so my honest advice is first assess, could this actually be a like venture scale idea? Sometimes the answer is no, and that's fine. But if you think, yeah, we could get there, then just as you're telling yourself the story, making the slides, writing the document, recording a pitch, whatever it is, as you're telling yourself the story, just like see how it sits with you. Does that make you feel a little, uh, I don't know if I totally believe what I'm saying? Um, then that's probably worth bootstrapping for at least a handful of months to assess, you know, what's going on with the early stages of the product. If it gets you so jazzed talking about the future and turning this into, you know, X with how many zeros behind it, then I think raising money is probably the right approach.
0: That is a very unique and extremely helpful answer. I hadn't hadn't heard it that before so i appreciate it um so let's kind of look out um let's say bootstraps or raising money regardless for you like you, you become very big um and like you know as big as you can be like 10 15 20 years from now what would you say that looks like or yes in other words like what is the big vision for water cooler trivia and what direction are you rowing in
1: yeah i mean it's kind of funny because i just basically said i don't have a big vision um but by that i really just mean I think, you know, at its core, people don't bring their whole selves to work, and that's fine and expected and good. But I don't think it means you need to prevent levity and fun. And ultimately, what I'm trying to do, what we're trying to do, is just introduce conversations that are fun and you get to know coworkers, those slumdog millionaire moments where you learn how they knew that thing. And I think the natural extension of that is fostering better relationships between coworkers in general. And so for now, I think that's totally through trivia games, no expectation to change anytime soon. But if we have another brilliant idea, that is not another. This is not a brilliant idea. It's just weekly trivia contest. If we have a brilliant idea for how to uh, build connections between teammates in a new and different way, we're going to pursue it like crazy. For now, you know, we actually aren't dreaming that big. We want to make this product a lot better. We think it is good enough today to serve tens of thousands of different kinds of teams, whether it's groups of high school teachers or large tech companies or government agencies, all of which are customers today. So it's actually just about automation, scalability, um, running a sustainable business.
0: And to, to make it happen and uh, to build the best product you can possibly build for your customers um, and, and to grow at a sustainable rate, like you obviously need help. You'll need customers, right? You'll need customers. You'll, you'll, you'll maybe need employees or at least contractors up two employees at some point um, and growing um, and uh, partnerships, whatever it is. And, but what, what I'll definitely tell you is what you, you'll need help from is from the forward-thinking founders community. So for my last question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? You're looking for users, are you hiring? Are you looking for like different types of capital? How, how, can, the, how can the community assist?
1: Yeah, for sure, thanks for the question. Um, I would honestly say, try it out. And that's such a cliche token answer that it's almost not worth saying, but we're not complex dev app software. Like this is a approachable piece of software. Um, that is meant to just work with any kind of team, any kind of folks. And we are super, super responsive to feedback. So the live chat on our website is an actual live chat with me. It is not a robot and people always say, are you a robot? Nope. It's, it's Colin. Hi. Um, and we listen to all feedback and our product feature roadmap is almost exclusively driven by things people tell us in customer service messages and themes we gather. So the more different kind of folks telling us what's good, what's bad that we're doing, the better. So give it a go. And hopefully you have good ideas that can make it better.
0: And if someone does have good ideas to make it better, they want to try it out to have those ideas. How can someone find it? What's the URL? Are you on Twitter? You know, How can people get in touch?
1: For sure. So it's watercoolertrivia.com, spelled as one word, but it's the spellings of those words you probably know. Um, and there's just like a big orange button that says free four week trial, which is accurate. Uh, We actually tell our customers don't pay us unless you love it. Uh, We don't take a credit card. We don't do anything scammy. We hate scammy stuff so much. Um, and so it's watercoolertrivia.com. We have a Twitter, um, that's like mildly active. It's me running it. So same voice behind there.
0: Um, yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Matt.